the darkness at thy speaking it was done. Welcome to sermons from Zion Lutheran Church of Gwinner, North Dakota. Zion Lutheran Church is committed to the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and the world. The following sermon is from Reverend Dr. Matthew Richard. In the name of Jesus, amen. Today's sermon is based off of Numbers 21, 4 through 9, and 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 through 6. My friends, we are a culture that is filled with slogans, no doubt about it, slogans that come to us in the way of marketing, on social media, on television commercials, on t-shirts, and so forth. And many of these slogans tell us to put our trust and our hope in ourselves. Indeed, we have a tremendous amount of slogans that seem to point us inward, yes, inward to our own resources and our own skills. Take these simple slogans, for example. You can do it. You have what it takes within you to discover your potential. Or, seek to know the power within you. Indeed, these slogans tend to make a person's eyes to direct them within oneself, towards the resources, the abilities, and power within their very own being. Now, while it may be true that some jobs and projects in life require some good old grit and some good old sweat, this could not be further from the truth regarding Christianity. That is to say, our standing before God Almighty. You see, when we focus too much on the Christian and not enough on the Christ, this emphasis of Christianity can shift from us looking externally to Jesus Christ to internally towards ourselves. And when we look internally at ourselves, we end up taking our own spiritual temperature while fixating on our own spiritual abilities and actions. Tragically, as soon as this internal shift towards ourselves happens, all is lost. For we do not see how great we are or how awesome that we have become in accomplishing so much, but rather we become overtaken by uncertainty and despair, and ultimately eternal death itself. That is right, my friends, looking inward, yes, looking to ourselves, that is to say to our own strength and our own experiences, our own works and our own person, it actually puts the emphasis on the Christian and not the Christ. As a result, the Christian ends up doing all the heavy lifting in regard to salvation And it ends up being dependent upon the Christian, not upon what Jesus has done. The emphasis ends up being put on what we should do to obtain and sustain forgiveness, life, and salvation, rather than Christ doing the verbs. Now, dear friends, even if we have everything together in our lives, and things seem to be going rather well, we must guard ourselves from the temptation to take our eyes off of Christ and fixate them internally towards our own abilities. Our relationship with God, no matter how good we think we have it, cannot be based on ourselves. Because if it is based on ourselves and not upon our mediator, Jesus Christ, then our salvation is only as good, it is only as good as we are. And frankly, the scriptures, 
They do not paint a pretty picture of our corrupted hearts. Furthermore, if our relationship with God is based on ourselves, how will we know if we have done enough to bridge that gap between Almighty God and us successfully? So we must confess today that our Christian faith, yes, this Christian faith, is not based upon our looking inward. I repeat, it is not based upon us looking inward towards our internal abilities regarding our standing and our relationship before God Almighty, but rather we look outward. We look absolutely outward to our mediator, Jesus Christ. We see this idea of looking outside of ourselves in our Old Testament reading quite clearly. In our Old Testament reading from the book of Numbers, the 21st chapter, we hear about the Israelites who were bitten by snakes in the wilderness, and many of them died. The poison actually ran through their veins. It infected them. It poisoned them. And it brought death to them. However, in the midst of Israel's grumbling, in the midst of their impatience, in the midst of their poisoned bodies with venom running through those veins, the Lord told Moses to make a pole with a bronze serpent on it, and that whoever would look at that bronze serpent on that pole would be healed. The poison would not harm them. In other words, the Lord did not banish the snakes that were biting the people, but rather he had Moses put a snake on a pole. Yes, a bronze serpent was nailed to a cross, a pole, and it was then lifted up high. And everyone who looked at it was healed. Now take a moment and think about this. Consider the implications of what we just heard here from Numbers 21. The Israelites, they were not told to disregard the snake venom. They were not given a bunch of life principles and life pointers to overcome the snake venom. They were not told that they were overcomers and had power within themselves to overcome that venom. But rather, they were directed away from themselves. They were directed away from those snake bites towards that bronze serpent on a pole that was lifted high up for them to see. Indeed, they were directed to look away from their predicament, away from their snake bite, away from the venom in their veins towards something else. They were directed to look outside of themselves towards a bronze statue for healing and hope and restoration. Now, it must be stated that the bronze statue did not have any particular healing power in of itself. But rather, it was the word and the promise of God that God personally and specifically attached to the bronze statue that healed and saved the people. Just a side note, does this not kind of sound like a sacrament? It certainly does sound like a sacrament. You see, God, in no uncertain terms, was redirecting and refocusing the people back onto him and his life-saving word and promise. Those who trusted what God said and looked upon that bronze serpent were healed instantaneously. However, those who did not believe, those who looked elsewhere, those who doubted, those who put their trust and focus somewhere other than where God had told them to look, well, they died. It was plain and simple. Look to the snake, look to that bronze serpent on the pole and be healed. If not, if you look to yourselves and look to your predicament, you end up dead. 
Now, dear baptized saints, when you look inward, yes, when you look inward to yourself, what we see are lives full of sin. We see poisonous serpents that the devil, the world, and even our own sinful nature sends against us. In other words, looking inward at ourselves does not lead to forgiveness and life and salvation, but leads to sin and everlasting darkness. You see, the unholy trinity, that unholy trinity of me, myself, and I, is not, I repeat, it is not the solution to our predicament of sin. However, this day, let us thank God this day that we have been delivered from ourselves. Yes, we have been delivered from ourselves. Yes, let us thank God that the gospel commands us to look not at our own good deeds or our perfection, but at God himself as the one who promises us life and salvation. The gospel calls us to look outside of ourselves to Christ and himself, this mediator for us. Yes, praise God this day. That the Lord has actually snatched us away from ourselves and placed us outside of ourselves so that we do not depend on our own strength, our own conscience, our own experiences, or our works, but that we depend on that which is outside of us. That is, on the promise and truth of God which cannot deceive. You see, our hopes... Our hopes and our assurance, they lie not within ourselves. But our hope and our assurance is outside of us, on the cross, in the water of baptism, and in the very Lord's Supper for us. Hope is not found in the Christian, but our hope is found and delivered by the Christ. Christianity is not about you, but it is about Christ, Jesus, who is for you. So, dear baptized saints, when the devil sinks his teeth into you, look outside of yourselves and behold Christ Jesus, the victor over evil. When the world actually sinks its teeth into you, look outside of yourselves and behold the Lamb of God who was lifted up and sacrificed for you and for the sins of the entire world. When your sinful nature sinks its teeth into you, Look outside of yourselves and behold Jesus Christ, your salvation, your life, and your hope, and your assurance. When you reflect upon your relationship with yourself and Almighty God, look outside of yourselves and behold the one mediator, Jesus Christ, the God-man who came for you, who intercedes for you every single moment. Yes, look outside of yourselves to Jesus Christ the one who is completely righteous, the one we all benefit from. It is from the outside that he places his word into our ears. It is from the outside that the blood is placed upon our tongues. It is from the outside that his body is placed upon our mouths so that we may know with certainty that we are forgiven. Dear friends, the tragic truth is our sins only yield more sins. Sin upon sin. But the one outside of us, Jesus Christ, is the fountainhead of grace and life and truth. Grace upon grace. Grace for sinners like me and like you. Therefore, let your hearts be comforted this day. 
Your Savior is your mediator and your comforter, not some severe judge or tyrant. You are not left to yourselves, but have an unfathomable goodness and mercy of Christ Jesus who intercedes for you and reconciles you to the Father, a Savior that came for you and comes to you this day from the outside. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormattrichard.org or visit Zion Lutheran Church's website at www.zionwinner.org. The Lord bless and keep you.